Hey folks, here we are. We are live and, and I'm going to just start talking because I'm assuming this thing is going to come up live. Hey, it is a great day. It's Wednesday. It's kind of cooled off here in our weather a little bit. It went down into the 50s last night, which was really comfortable after all of the time that we spent in, in, uh, in 90 degree weather in the last month or two. Uh, just give me a second as I get things set up here. Uh, so we're, we're really on pace for the best summer that I can remember for a long time with the nice weather and everything that we have had uh, this summer. Uh, last year and the year before, the floods and the water and everything, I have a boat on the river and it just, we, we never could get out on the river because the water was always so high and so swift. And, and if you wanted to fish, you had to put a two or three ounce sinker on the thing just to keep it on the bottom. So fishing wasn't even an option when the water was so swift and so high as it was. Uh, but anyway, I, I just wanna jump in here today and as we start every program every day, we wanna offer our prayers for people that have been impacted by COVID in some way uh, so that we're just sending our prayers out for people that have been impacted. We, we wanna make sure that people get over this. Uh, this has been horrendous. I, I, I believe that some of it has been hyped a lot by the news media, and therefore it, it, it isn't as bad as maybe they're trying to make it out to be. We'll never know that until it's over. I, I don't know. I'm not medical, so I don't know. Uh, but we want our prayers to go out for people that have lost loved ones because of this uh, and, and so forth. So with that being said, uh, we'll move on and talk about today. And I, I want to continue discussing today stories and strategies. And I have one strategy that I want to talk about today, and I refer to it as a pay down strategy. And this is one of those strategies that you have to plan for. Uh, it's kind of hard to do right at retirement unless you have money that is already accumulated in other than IRA 401k. See, so much of what we do uh, in qualified money and now the money in my 401k and my IRA, a lot of people, they have almost all of their savings in that relationship with the government. So they have partnered with the government and in doing so, they have set themselves up to be taken in by the Willie Sutton Law. Remember the Willie Sutton Law, the, the, the bank robber? You know, he would rob a bank, they'd put him in prison, he'd get out, he'd rob a bank, they'd put him in prison, he'd get out, he'd rob a bank, they'd put him in prison, and one day somebody asked him, says, Willie, why do you rob banks? And, and he said, well, that's where the money is, so that's why I rob banks. Think about it, folks. We've talked about U.S. debt clock and, and what's going on there. That is nothing more than the CBO, the Congressional Budget Office of the federal government, what I call the CPAs, the money crunchers. They are, they're not political, they're just count the money. 
and they put it up on the screen and it shows all the movements of money from the debt that the government has run up on our national credit card and every citizen of America, every taxpayer's name is on that credit card and it's over 26 trillion right now. The unfunded liability, which are the promises that the politicians have made to constituents in order to buy their votes is now in excess of $153 trillion. It is a number that nobody can comprehend in any way, shape, or form. And, and a year ago, year and a half ago, they changed the screen and they took off a number that was related to by per taxpayer. You know, the debt, the 26 trillion, beside it, there's a number that says per citizen. And then there's another number that says per taxpayer. And the per citizen is $86,000 or $68,000 per citizen. And then the per taxpayer is in excess of $216,000. That's your mortgage that you have that nobody's making payments on and they're adding to it continuously. The unfunded liability is the money that is promised for Social Security, Medicare Part A, B, and D, and pensions for government and military employees of the government. That number now exceeds 153 trillion. Three years ago on January 1 of 2017, that number was 101, 101, 101 trillion. It is now in excess of 153 trillion. So in three and a half years, it has actually increased by more than 50%. Hey folks, that's scary. So that means in three more years, that number will be $225 trillion. Well, well, who cares, you know? It's just a big number. It's just a number. (laughs) Yeah. When is the government going to get serious and start treating America with the truth? Because everything that is happening right now is is a misleading misrepresentation. I'm being nice. So we as citizens, we have to look for our own solutions to protect our future. And if you understand that that 153 trillion is now close to a million 100,000 per taxpayer plus 216,000 so we're 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 at somewhere at a million 3 that's your mortgage on your future your children's future your grandchildren's future and so on And until they figure a way to stop this number from increasing, we are on a road that somewhere out in the future, the bridge is out. We're racing down a highway at top speed. We're going as fast as we can go. And all of a sudden, somewhere down that road, the bridge is out. Are we going to fix and repair and build the bridge before we get there, or are we going to get there and go off the cliff? I don't know. 
But regardless of where we're headed, we, you and I, have to make a decision. What can I do today to protect my future? Okay. Well, there's only a couple ways that we can protect our future. Number one is truly understanding, excuse me, the Willie Sutton Law. So as the government gets squeezed more and more and more, this pandemic right now, they're going to print up and borrow three plus trillion dollars of new money. Right now on that board, because of COVID, the revenue of the federal government has dropped down to $2.2 trillion from $3.2 trillion that was there four or five months ago that they projected. It's now $2.2 trillion, and they're going to spend over $7 trillion this year. That's like having $220,000 of annual income and you spent $700,000 in expenses and lifestyle. I don't think you and I could do that. But the government is doing it. And that means that somewhere in the future, you and I will have to pay the price. And, and right now, everything that is going on is political out there. You know, we, the, the wonderful politicians that have been in Washington for 40 years plus. They are all the same. They created the mess we're in because they were unwilling to do what we voted and elected them to do. We elected them to manage this big arc, you know, this big arc called USA, America. You know, it's like the arc of, of old, you know, they gathered all the animals, two of each kind, etc. So we're, we're on the arc now. Okay, and... and <laughs> Someday it's going to set sail and not everybody is going to be able to get on the ark. I don't know where this is coming from. It's my new thought today. Uh, so I, I don't know who's going to be on the ark, but I know if I plan a certain way where I keep my money hidden from Willie Sutton, the government, they won't be able to attach all of my money. Now my 401k and all those things that I have, now I don't have any of those, I never did. I don't know why I didn't, but I never did. All I have today is life insurance. I have several policies and, and lots and lots and lots of cash value. So I'm not worried about running out of money. And the government doesn't know it exists. I can prove that. I, I had a client, here's a story for you. This is a client, and it's 30 years ago. Now, I've been in this business 44 years. So this gentleman became a client a long time ago. And, and we set up some policies for the accumulation of money inside these policies. And they did. They did a great job. I mean, they accumulated 10, 20, 30, 40, 50. They, they, they were at sixty dollars to $70,000 of cash value. And this was back in the 80s. It was a lot of money. Now, all of a sudden, when he first came to me and he brought his tax return to me, he, he was involved in a tax shelter back in the 80s. He had a very high paying job, so he was making a lot of money, paying a lot of income tax under the old tax, the way it was back in the 80s. And 
there was these tax shelters that existed back in the 80s. There were lots of them. And this was a program, and it was called the bull breeding program. You know, like moo, cow, bull, bull. You know, bull breeding program. And it was through an accounting firm in California. So at the end of the year, when he did his taxes, he would owe the federal government $8,000 in income tax. And, and these tax shelters, uh, limited partnerships that existed, created tax credits. Now, a tax credit is a dollar-for-dollar dollar offset of tax. And when he came to me with this scheme, I told him, don't do this anymore. You know, uh, you know I don't, his name wasn't Joe, but we'll call him Joe. And, and I told him, don't do this anymore because eventually the IRS, he says, oh, the IRS doesn't know anything about this. They, they have never said we can't do this, you know, because of this environment of these limited partnerships that were going on back in the 80s. But what I've learned over the years is, is when things are just getting started, they're under the radar of the IRS. And more and more people get on board and start doing them, pretty soon it rises above IRS's radar. And a few years later, he called me on the phone and said, look, I just got a letter from the IRS and they tell me I owe them $158,000 in back taxes, penalties, and interest. I said, wow. He said they went after the firm in California and, and closed down their tax loophole that they had created that, that is now considered to be illegal. And, and when they did that, they got the names of all the people across America that participated in their program, and now they came after him. Now, the worst thing about it, they eventually, they took his paycheck. They forced him into bankruptcy. He had some IRA money. They forced him to turn the IRA into monthly income for his life. I, it was only in his 40s at this time. 40-something years old, and, and he had an IRA with several thousand dollars in it, and he had a choice, either cash it out and give it to the government for the tax, or his attorney, he got an attorney that said, look, you, you can annuitize this tax payment, and, and, and it was, I don't know, he got a hundred and some dollars a month for life out of this IRA that he annuitized. And he said to me, because we were sitting at a local restaurant, and I remember sitting there with Joe, and I'm looking at him, and I'm thinking, this guy is going to go home and blow his brains out. He was, he was at wit's end. And you know something, folks? Remember my story I've shared with you? 29 years ago, I was on that precipice. So I understood what this guy was going through. I really did. And I said to him, he asked me a question. He says, Tom... He says, we get all this money in this life insurance. How are we going to save it? And, and, and what should I do? I says, well, Dave, I says, I'm not an attorney. I'm not a CPA. I can't give you any of that kind of advice. But let me say this to you. If I were you, here's what I would do. I would go to the insurance company and I would get a maximum loan on those policies. I would borrow all the money that I could that they would loan me. 
And when I got the check, I would go to the bank and I would cash it. And I would get it all in 50s and 100s and 20s. And I would go home and I would buy a roll. On the way home, I would stop and buy a roll of freezer paper. And I would go home and I would split this money up into small increments. And I would mark on it green ground meat. You know, hamburger, green hamburger meat. And, and I would wrap all these little things up and I would put them in the very bottom of the freezer. And I would forget that it was there. Now here's what happened. Is because he made the loans, the question came up in the, in the, in the bankruptcy and they asked him, what did you do with the money from the life insurance cash value? He said, well, I borrowed it all out and, and cashed all the checks. That was his answer. Because they took his paycheck, they put a lien against his home and, and put a lien against everything else in his life. Now, after seven years, the lien was lifted on the house and eventually got by. But during that period of time, that life insurance cash value meant food and paid his utility bills and things that he needed just to survive because the IRS, they took everything. Now, I don't know any other way that you could have avoided that and hung on to that money. So it was just a story, folks. It was just a story about Joe and some tax shelters in the 80s that became illegal and he got caught and he owed the IRS a lot of money. Now, I want to close up. We're, to, we're almost 20 minutes in today, but I want, I want to share. And I, I, I will continue this tomorrow because pay down strategies are one of the biggest strategies that are, is out there in, in order to save on taxes. And, and it fits with retirement planning that, that when you look at a portfolio of investments, I, I want to structure income for the first 5, 8, 10, maybe even 12, 15 years of income from one account so that I can position money in investments and not worry in the short term because the short term risk of investments is the short term volatility. But if I can push it out further, and then I have income every year, and that's what a pay down does. So I can take a lump sum of money, and if this money is not in an IRA or 401k, the tax savings is astronomical. I'll quickly run through it, and then tomorrow I'll get into it in detail. But if I have $200,000 in cash, and I'm earning 6% interest on that money. 6% interest will be $12,000 a year income that would be fully taxable at 30% would be $3,600 a year in income tax. So every year for 12 years, $3,600 a year is over $45,000 of tax. I take that same account, I split it in half. I count half of it and leave it compound and tax deferred at 6%. So in 12 years, the money doubles. The other 100,000, I take out 12,000 a year at 6% interest, it will last 12 years. However, the taxes on this other account is gonna be under $10,000. So, so that means in that 12 year period, 
I can choose to do things the way the typical world tells me to do it and pay $45,000, $48,000 in income tax, or I can pay $9,600 in income tax. Which would be better? I'll let it go there, and I'll come back tomorrow. We're going to talk more about this pay-down strategy tomorrow and, and in greater detail on how to do it and, and what it means long-term in planning for retirement income as we know that it's done, in most cases, wrongly. But remember, get my book, The Family Money Farm, The CFO Project. You can get it on Amazon, Barnes & Noble. Email me on Facebook. Contact me. We'll send you an invoice and send you an autograph copy. You can also go to cfo-project.com, put your name and email address in, and you'll get a, a PDF. You'll get a link to download a free copy of that book com complete. Here it is, right there. Okay? There it is. See? You get a download. And at the same time, I'll ask you to invest $47 in your future. There are four books there. Live Your Life Insurance, Life Insurance Will It Pay When I Die, The Infinite Banking Concept, part one of that book, not the whole book, and, and another book, Jumpstart Your Financial Freedom, which is an ebook that I've created, uh, I'm author of. So those four books and a one-hour video will change your life. There is more information in that information than the college degree. If you, you know, I've got Christian works for me and Christian graduated college last year with a degree in finance. I have several clients that are MBAs. They all say the same thing to me. Tom, why didn't they teach me this stuff in college? Because they don't want you to know. That's simple. They don't want you to know. So anyway, God bless. We'll see you tomorrow at 12 noon here. Don't miss it. We'll continue the pay down story and strategy and, and uh, fill in the details. God bless. <laughs>